Hey guys and welcome back to my Spotify original podcast Inner Monologue with me Olivia Neal. I just want to thank you guys so much for all the support on this podcast. It honestly means the world. This is like so personal to me this podcast because I just like open up about everything like no filter whatsoever. Sometimes probably too little of a filter like I do forget that my nana listens to this, my ex's mum listens to this like I just really let it all out. But I thought today we could just kind of discuss stuff that gives us fear, anxiety, stress, and maybe like how we overcome it and stuff. So I asked you on Instagram for you guys to send me in some questions and you guys did just that. So we will get into that now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Okay, so before we get into the topic of today, I thought it'd be fun to give you like a little bit of an update about what's been happening in my life um just like literally like one minute so I got back from Jamaica like five days ago so jet lagged oh my god completely forgot what it's like to have like a long flight not the one not the vibe it's not the vibe stop (laughs) and what else have I been up to I mean I've literally been sleeping like all day long because of the jet lag I actually had quite like an exciting meeting I haven't like talked about this and I feel really like dumb talking about this because I feel like people are like oh shut up who do you think you are but I don't know if you can tell, but recently I've been kind of getting, not into fashion, like I hate myself, sorry, I, I, I'm so like self-deprecating and it's because like people give me hate all the time, but and like <laughs> I've started to hate myself a little bit, but um, I like really, really enjoyed going, for example, to Paris Fashion Week, I went to the Fashion Awards, I've been working a lot with like, I have like a stylist, not like for everyday wear, just for like big events, like the fashion awards, I was not going to pick out a dress, like can you imagine? So I have a stylist that I work with, she's called Kirstie and she's amazing and she only like, so what does she style me for? If I ever have a shoot for something, she'll style me for it or um, if I have a big event, she'll style me for it. I'm actually, oh my god, how exciting is this? I'm going to the Brit Awards. Well, I got invited to it and I, th- I had no idea what it was. And then I looked it up and it's like that thing where Jack Whitehall like sits at the table and like he's like presenting it and he speaks to all the celebrities. So I'm just going to sit there at the side and just look at all the celebrities. I can't wait. I love going to things like that because I just love staring at everyone. Like when I went to the Fashion Awards, I was just staring at everyone. I saw Nick Jonas at the Fashion Awards. It was pretty incredible. He was standing right beside me. Him and Priyanka Chopra walked right past me and I was like, whoa, this is my peak. But anyway, sorry, <laughs> getting a bit off track. Yeah, so I... um. I've been really enjoying going to that those kind of events and kind of getting a bit more involved in like the fashion world. I think it's like really, really fun. And I'm like obsessed with looking at everyone's clothes at those events. And it's just really fun. And my management were like, we're going to reach out to, like, 
I by no means think I'm a model. I don't look like a model at all. I'm not a model. I've never been interested in modeling. But my management were like, I think it'd be really like worthwhile if we reach out to a couple of agencies and see if they would be interested in like having you more as like a digital talent. So like I, I actually did a really fun campaign for Coach, uh, which is like, I don't know, do you know Coach? It's like a brand and it was really, really fun. And just for stuff like that, like to get me like campaigns with fashion brands, it's always good to have like, I guess, well, I don't know, apparently it's good to have a modeling agent. So I went and like met a few, which was absolutely terrifying and they took photos of me and I was like, okay, I didn't realize I was gonna be t- getting photos taken of me here. And I signed with one, not signed with, like I'm like I'm just like not part of them. You know, Elite, I don't know if you know Elite. I can't remember who's in it. Maybe Kendall Jenner, I don't know. Me and Kendall Jenner are besties now, but um, they're like not gonna work with me and like maybe help, help me just get more like, I don't know, into that world because I really, really like it and I'm really keen to learn more about fashion and I don't know people give me hate for it all the time but I think if it's something that really like excites me and it's like something I'm really interested in I would just love to develop it more but yeah I that happened like two days ago I joined them which is pretty crazy and I went in for a meeting and like they were gonna like take some more photos of me because like whenever I first went in for the meeting they took photos of me and I came in like 22 inch blonde extensions my tan like I'm not gonna lie it's like I got like very very tan on holiday and like long yellow acrylic nails and they're like okay so we're not gonna take any pictures right now because do you look like this every day and I was like no and they're like hey come in next week and it was like a bit embarrassing like, we're just gonna have to wait till your tan face to take any photos like we like quite stripped back and I was just like scratching my like face with my long yellow acrylic nails and I was like okay yeah fair um so that happened two days ago it was a bit humiliating but um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I just thought I'd share with you because, you know, I mean, I wasn't going to, but I really like being open with you guys about like stuff that I've got coming up and taking you along with me and keeping you involved. But yeah, I think it's exciting and I will no doubt get hit for it, but fuck it. Like I'm having fun. And it's like, if you had the opportunity to do it, you probably would too. Um, so yeah, we'll see where that goes. Kind of scared, kind of a scary industry, but fun nonetheless. Okay, so for today's podcast, we are going to be discussing kind of like our own personal fears, stuff that stresses you out, stuff that gives you anxiety, and maybe we can like talk about it, discuss it, maybe combat some of these fears. I asked on Instagram, I don't know, every time I ask on Instagram, it's like the most like vague thing ever. Like whenever I say like what stresses you out the most, like the the variety of answers I get is quite incredible. I absolutely love reading through them and I also feel like really seen by some of them. To like start us off, I'll probably give you a couple of my biggest fears. I hate saying this. I just feel like such like a materialistic, material girl, um, a materialistic like dumb bitch by saying this. But my biggest fear, like I'm sure it is for every other influencer, is being cancelled. Cancel culture. It's it's definitely something. Cancel culture. I so agree that like if someone says something absolutely horrible and it really really shows their true character and they've like offended minority groups and like all the above then absolutely deplatform them make them lose their job don't support them etc etc but like sometimes cancel culture isn't just that like it's literally just about bullying people I kind of hate talking about it because like scoring but I did kind of experience it one time and it was well it was it was completely my own fault like I could have avoided it if I just hadn't done what I did I I mean I've talked about it on my YouTube before um I 
broke my COVID bubble. I saw two people outside my bubble and it was really, really stupid and I faced a lot of consequences because of it and rightly so. I I was like so ashamed of myself. It was a really, really stupid decision. I was like completely just being immature and selfish and all of the above and I hate myself for making that decision. But like people would like find my mum and dad's like work emails and like send my mum and dad's work like hit what me oh my god it was so intense I couldn't go on my phone for like a month and like I don't know I blame myself a lot obviously I blame myself a lot for it because like I made a big mistake but yeah it's just like obviously my biggest like I, from moving on from it now like I obviously would make that mistake and it's kind of left that like impending doom that I'm gonna get cancelled again hopefully I never make that stupid of a decision again I think I've definitely learned from it but um yeah, it's just a kind of terrifying concept that you can look on your phone and the whole of the UK can be making fun of you at any given second. It's it's not, it's pretty terrifying. I'm sure like every influencer probably has the exact same fear. Uh, another fear of mine, like something that stresses me out, is probably that I'm going to be like alone forever. <laughs> not to be deep. Not in, like, yeah, I just don't, I'm not very lucky in the romantic side of things. So I just got back from Jamaica and I was telling you how I was going to Jamaica with my boyfriend. I did not go to Jamaica with my boyfriend because I don't have a boyfriend. (laughs) I swear it was literally in my last podcast. I was like, guys, I've got a boyfriend. I'm so happy. Yeah, that didn't last long as per usual because I cannot sustain a relationship. Basically, I... I will not stay in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship. Like, I need to be, like madly head over heels with someone and for some reason I don't know why but like sometimes that just like goes away I kind of switch off sometimes in a relationship and I find myself like feeling a bit guilty in the relationship because I don't I, I'm like why why do I feel like this like I should be like so invested in this relationship like I should be like wanting to stay with this person forever like why do I feel like this so to, to kind of like make a reason to like oh this one's so bad but like I literally like start picking fights with them and like arguing loads just so that there's actually a reason for me to feel like the relationship isn't going well is that twisted I think it might be twisted am I the drama I think I might be toxic yeah I, you know what I will so say that I'm toxic in a relationship like I literally start picking fights with someone just so that I can be like okay this relationship is done and it, it is a two-sided thing like in my last relationship we were just like arguing like I neither of us were probably happy at this point but like I definitely think that it was something that switched in me like I definitely changed in the relationship I was like so happy and like carefree and then all of a sudden everything started stressing me out I just started picking fights and like projecting onto my ex-boyfriend and after I think we hadn't like seen each other for like two weeks over Christmas because I went home and I was just feeling so down because I I didn't like who it was making me become because I just found myself like being argumentative and like I don't like that like I I just felt so down and stressed and I wasn't leaving bed and I didn't want to see anyone and then eventually like he he came around and we just like talked about it and I was like listen like I'm, I'm not happy um and I feel I felt so stupid because it we only been going out like two months like it, it, it's embarrassing it's genuinely embarrassing I can't I just don't know what's wrong with me I can't uphold a relationship and I, I felt embarrassed to even like talk like I, I was avoiding speaking to him about it because I was like I just like I don't want to end a relationship that early like come on grow up Olivia how old are you you can't have a two-month relationship but that's like p7 behavior and he was I think he kind of probably agreed because like we were just fighting the bit out like he probably wasn't happy either and we ended but it was on really really good terms like we're like we're still really good friends I literally think we're gonna go for coffee tomorrow um but obviously I had got him that 
holiday to Jamaica as his Christmas present. Like I bought the full thing and he hadn't given me his Christmas present yet. So we were just kind of like, okay, let's just not do Christmas presents. I still had this holiday to Jamaica and I was going to cancel it, but I wouldn't have been able to get a full refund because it was literally three days before Jamaica. That was another thing. I was like, do I just wait until after Jamaica? And I was like, no, because I am, I don't like who I am right now. Like I'm no, I wasn't miserable. That's like so dramatic because like he's a really, really nice guy, my ex-boyfriend. But it was just like, I don't know. I just didn't like who I was becoming. It's just becoming a complete bitch, if I'm going to be honest with you. So, <laughs> okay, self-hatred. But uh, yeah, I had this holiday and I was just like a girl's holiday right now would absolutely cure me. Just like a stress-free holiday. Don't need to think about anything. No boys involved. And I texted my friend Tilly and was like, hey girl, like, what are you doing next week? Uh, you free? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, do you want to come to Jamaica? And she literally just dropped everything and came to Jamaica with me. And like, I, I literally had the best time ever. Like, I feel so rejuvenated. The only thing is, so right, I had so much fun and Tilly's got a boyfriend and we got back to London. She went back to her flat, obviously, where her boyfriend was staying and they were like together. And I just came home alone. And I was just like, I just sat there in my flat and I was like, oh my God, I'm so lonely. I want a boyfriend again. <laughs> I was genuinely like, do I text my ex and be like, do you want to like come on? And I was like, no, that's so stupid, Olivia. But like, I have, right, I have been so lonely the past three days. I just, yeah, I've been sleeping on my sofa. I do that a lot. Oh my God, can I tell you something? So I never really get sleep paralysis. But um, the past few days, maybe it's because I'm lonely and I just like want to pretend that there's someone in my flat. But I have literally been having sleep paralysis and I never have it. And like, can I just tell you, like, it's disturbing. And it is sleep paralysis because like, in it, I'll be like screaming. Like there'll be like people will be in my flat and I'll be like screaming for help. And in when I was like having the sleep paralysis, like my jaw broke. Um, and I think I must have been screaming in my actual sleep because whenever I woke up, I literally couldn't move my jaw. Like my jaw like clicked out of place. So that's a bit terrifying. I haven't had it in two nights though, so we're going strong. I think it is just like, I don't know, my sleeping pattern is so fucked because of jet lag. That um flight home was terrible because it was, it was just completely overnight so I was like awake the whole night and then just didn't sleep for like 48 hours so now my sleeping schedule is like 5am till 2pm and it's not really good at all I didn't I don't know why I just can't sleep on flights I'm so bad at it I just listened to music the entire time by the way speaking of music I released my own Spotify playlist and I think it's quite fantastic if you ask me the thing is it's called Driving with Olivia Neal is it called Driving with Olivia Neal I think so I'll put like a, a screenshot of it up my story but it's just like such a, it's just such a great playlist. It's got such a variety of songs. It's so weird. Cause like I have this thing for like seventies and eighties, like pop music. I love it so much. Like disco music, that, that's my shit. And then I like really like rap and stuff. So we just got a bit of everything going on in there. Actually, how like not embarrassing. I don't know. I'm not like a big, like, is it like British rap, like grime? Like, or is it, I don't even think this is grime. But anyway, UK rap. I'm like not usually a big fan of it, but there's just like one song I really like. And I was just like, oh, I feel a bit, I genuinely feel a bit embarrassed about this on my playlist because like this does not go with like who else is on my playlist? Probably like Maroon 5 or something. <laughs> and I like put this song on and I didn't really expect, to be honest, I never really expected anyone to listen to my playlist, but people actually are quite enjoying it. And the guy who raps the song is called Saint. And he messaged me. It was like, big love for like putting me on your playlist. Uh, let me know if you want to come to one of my shows. So now I'm going to go to a grime show, guys. Why am I like entering my British era? I don't know. Like growing up in Northern Ireland, we just never listened to UK rap. We only ever listened to like American rap. But yeah, I'm entering my grime era. I'm going to go to a grime concert. 
so that's that anyway where, where were we even going with that oh yeah sleep paralysis jet lag it's all it's all kicking off at the minute a lot of loneliness but I'm just gonna have to get used to it and start liking my own company because this time I'm being serious I'm not getting it in a relationship for another two years please hold me accountable watching like two podcasts I'm gonna be like I got a boyfriend no I'm not um I'm not I genuinely like if if I get in a relationship or anything uh, even like it's just a situation ship it will literally just be for company which is not a good reason to ever get in a relationship with someone so if I ever get in a relationship in the next year expose me like message that person be like she just wants company <laughs> I just crave like company and love and affection I don't know it's just it's that's just me but I just can't ever sustain it this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Someone said that their biggest fear is the deep ocean. Oh my God, used to be so me. I absolutely hate the deep ocean. It still is me. I just, I just don't think we should be in the ocean. I've said it before, I'll say it again. That's not our place to be. If sharks are walking about like in Westfield, you'd be a bit like, "Mm, this doesn't feel right. So why are we allowed to go walk around in their home? I don't know. I don't I don't agree with it. But I was in Jamaica. Actually, I'm going to tell you a little story here. So we were scuba diving, not scuba diving, snorkeling. God, I would never go scuba diving. The thought of like going down to the deep sea with a tank and like relying on this tank to breathe gives me so much anxiety. That's like my worst nightmare. Uh, and, and being on a submarine, that's also like my worst nightmare. Like the thought of being in an enclosed space deep underwater. Oh, I feel sick. Anyway, I was in Jamaica and we went on this boat to go snorkeling. I actually vlogged it as well. And I didn't really want to go in because I thought it was like on the beach, the water was like crystal clear, like light blue, like literally looked like paradise. And where we were going snorkeling was like quite deep in the ocean. So it was like dark blue and like a lot of coral and seaweed and fish and stingrays. I was like, "Mm, I've seen too many horror stories. I know exactly what's going to happen. But anyway, the guy that was bringing us out in the boat was like kind of like our friend. And he was like, hey, like I'll bring you in. And like, and like, help me like like snorkel and he was really really nice like this is the thing everyone at that hotel was so nice and we made friends with everyone what we thought was our friend and then they just had to ruin it every time so this is like our friend that brought us snorkeling he then like came up to me and was like hey like do you have a boyfriend and I was like oh come on don't ruin it please I thought we were friends and I was like oh yeah I know and he was like okay like can I have your number and I was like I'll follow you on Instagram and then I followed him on Instagram I was just like I'm not interested here like I'm on a girl's trip like I this is a girl's only trip no boys are allowed and 
he was like um okay and then he messaged me he was like you like like do you want to come party and I was like no and he was like I thought we had something like I thought we had a connection and I was like why what why can't we just we'll be friends what is this and then and, oh my god this is another thing that happened so we were at um one of the pubs in the resort that I was staying at and again we're making friends with the bartender and he found out our room number and came like banging on our door at like 3 a.m like me and Tilly were asleep in bed and woke up to someone like not even just like knocking it was banging on our door for like five minutes and we were like what is about to happen like what why did they all have to ruin this like we're all just being friends and I don't know it just makes me think boys are creepy <laughs> but like I just swear every boy has like an ulterior motive that was my experience Jamaica um loved everything apart from that everyone was amazing but just like boys sometimes just ruin it like why can't we all just be friends why does everything have to mean something Someone said having a drink spiked on a night out. Oh my God, that is like genuinely terrifying. I don't know if I've ever been spiked. I don't think I have, to be honest. I think I just like black out, which is also very dangerous and I shouldn't do that. I don't know why I just black, like like my, my memory just goes. But no, I definitely don't think I've ever been spiked. Uh, it's honestly the scariest thing ever. And I'm so lucky to say I haven't been. I've seen it happen to so many girls and so many of my friends and it's actually disgusting. Do you remember when that injecting thing was a thing? What the fuck? When people were just going on with syringes and injecting people, that, that was like, I was like, what has our world come to? And there definitely needs to be a lot more done about it. Like there needs to be some sort of precaution. Like I was at um, a club the other night, actually, which is really rogue of me. Like I never really go to clubs and it was like one of the promoter clubs. I just kind of hate the whole concept of like girls going in and they're like having to wear heels and dresses. So sometimes I'm like, fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> like Go to one of these clubs in like sandals and trousers. And then I'm like, okay, this is fine. I can do this. Um, so I went out clubbing and like trainer. I don't know how I got in. I went in trainers. Um, and I was just looking around and all these girls were having drinks poured, but like poured for them by like men. And I was like, there is no precaution here. Literally anyone could be being spiked here. I was like, surely after the whole like, I, I swear there was like a big rise in spiking and when that whole like injecting thing was a thing like after lockdown when people like clubs started opening up again there was a huge rise in it like surely because of that there would have been some precautions put in place but no speaking of um spiking it just reminded me of a netflix show i was watching called stay close have you seen it it's actually so good you should really watch it because i it just reminded me because like there's a scene where someone gets spiked in that and it's it's a really really good program you should definitely watch it but yeah no i completely agree it's like like people I know will be like it will make them too anxious to go on a night out because they're so scared of being spiked which is like such a horrible thing I literally like can't wrap my head around why anyone would do that it's so twisted and sick all you can do is just like I I hate saying this like you shouldn't have to have it you shouldn't have to take any precautions to go on a night out like it should not be your responsibility like the only precaution that should be being taken is men not being absolute freaks but I guess just like keep your friends close, never wander off, put your hand over your drink at all times, which I'm so bad for. When I get drunk, I'm just like, woo, like throw my drink around and like, not good. But yeah, I mean, just try keep your wits about you. It's actually the most horrible thing ever. As long as your friends are with you, like, because even if you get spiked, it's an absolutely traumatizing experience. But if your friends are with you, then like not much can happen to you. I mean, they can take you home. It's only when you start wandering off, I mean, which you can't really help if you've been spiked. But yeah, just even just look out for your own friends just try say as a grip when you're on a night out someone said not graduating with a degree I see as good enough 
Oh my god. Sorry, any degree is amazing. I wish I had the attention spam to go to university and do a degree. I always say like I would have loved to go to uni, um, but it was completely just for the lifestyle and you should not go to uni just for the lifestyle. Well, actually, I say that like people like my, my brother, like he's doing business management. He's not like passionate about business management. He's just going for the sake of going to uni, having degree, having a degree. Because like having a degree in anything is going to set you apart to like someone who doesn't have a degree when you're applying for a job like you need a degree to get I mean, that's such a lie actually shut up I just want to say you need a degree to get a good job like that is not true these days literally like you can do anything I feel like people like uh, there's a lot more like creative jobs now that require no degree I just think it's a really good thing to have in your belt and sometimes like I look at Lewis he went to university and did a degree and I am like so jealous I'm like oh my god I actually wish I went to university because like he's so sorted like obviously like the job I have is quite delicate like YouTube could crash and burn tomorrow I mean I always say that everyone always says that it never actually does but like it is just quite like a like a fragile job and like I, I, I don't really see myself when I'm 45 like making weekly vlogs maybe I do maybe I'll be a family vlogger who knows but like it it's just it's hard to envision a future in this job and I'm so jealous that like if it does crash and burn it Lewis has a full-on degree like I kind of want that but then I just I don't know I wouldn't go to my lectures I would not put in any effort I wouldn't even be able to do the uni experience because I could hardly do two nights in a row out also speaking of uni this is also by no means sponsored or anything like that I just had this like I guess like non-profit organization slash charity reach out to me and it's always good to give support where you can for non-profit organizations but there's this thing called uni rise uh uni rise or could uk and they will help you with your personal statement and you'll get a ucas advisor for free personal statement course for free literally everything's free just to try help you get into uni because I was very privileged that I went to a school that kind of provided that all for you but that's not the case with everyone and um, so it's a really really good way if you're a bit stuck on what to do if you need help and guidance if you want to go to uni because having a degree is amazing and I would highly recommend it even though I didn't go do what I say not what I do <laughs> then yeah definitely check out uni rights like UK and they will help you um my hangovers have been pretty brutal recently I'm, I don't know I, there was a while I was like really like handling my hangovers so in summer do you know the way like you drink like more often like it's like a sunny evening so you're like oh let's have an Aperol spritz and like you just go for like a few drinks more often so like I really built up my like alcohol tolerance and like I could go out and like come home at an, like a not even like yeah, I could come home at like 11 o'clock and not even be that drunk and wake up the next day feeling amazing but then winter comes and like you don't really drink midweek you only drink at the weekend and because of that it's kind of like binge drinking and then you wake up and it's cold and dark outside and yeah I hate drinking in winter it's just depressing it's really depressing I hate hangovers in the winter yeah my hangover's been brutal I woke up yesterday at 2 p.m I think also because of the jet lag scrand a foot long subway have you tried their new chicken tikka the vegan one it's so good um scrand a foot long subway and went back to sleep for about another three hours like I swear all I do is sleep that's another thing where I'm like maybe I should get <laughs> no I'm not getting a boyfriend but like when you have a boyfriend like you have like oh my god I was about to say you have a reason to get out of bed in the morning that is not true why did I like this is the thing like I need to stop I like seriously like someone slapped my wrist here I cannot become dependent on boys that is so stupid and I'm being single for the rest of my life 
maybe I should get a dog. No, I shouldn't get a dog. Oh my God, I was in Jamaica and there was like stray puppies. And I was like, I, I can, like, I could probably take you home with me. Like, I have the resources to like bring you to a vet. Like it had fleas crawling all over it. It broke my heart. And I was like, I could give you such a good life. I was actually thinking what, like my job is probably the most ideal job to have a dog. Like I work from home. I make my own schedule. I literally live right beside a park. Do you know what I mean? I'm not like, it is a really, really good job to have a dog. But I, I don't know. I'm not ready for that responsibility. I genuinely believe having a dog is like having a child. They are so much work. Whereas like cats are like, say I went out for dinner at six and it turned into a bit of a night out and I came home at 3 a.m. Phil would be completely fine because I would have fed him his dinner at six o'clock. And that's the only thing he needs. Like he goes to the toilet by himself and I can guarantee you I'll leave at six. And I don't do this very often. I don't do this often at all. He goes out at six o'clock. But um, I would come back and he'd be in the exact same position as he was because all he has is sleep. Like he's such a sleepy, lazy cat. But I swear every cat's just lazy. Whereas if you did that for a dog, like, you can't do that with a dog like they would have shit all over the house and like they need a lot more I just don't know they need a lot more responsibility and at this point of my life I I don't think I could do it and also like when you go traveling as well it's so easy to ask a friend to look after a cat because they're very self-sufficient all you need to do is feed them they go to the toilet by themselves and they just sleep the rest of the time whereas with a dog it's a lot more to ask someone to look after it like they need to bring it for walks and stuff so I don't think a dog is for me just yet as much as I would love to. I feel like I really want to rescue a dog from another country when I get a dog. I think my first dog will genuinely be a greyhound. I'm obsessed with greyhounds. They're the best dogs in the world. I miss George so much. Not that he's a greyhound, he's a lurcher. But you know he's got a bit of staffy in him. My dog at home, like the black and white one. And because of that, he's just got like a really muscly pectoral area. He has bigger boobs than me. The more you know. My friend India actually said that one of her biggest like something that stresses her out or like her biggest fear is moving to a different country. I cannot stress to you enough the urge I have to move to a different country right now. See, I love where I am. Like my flat is literally my dream flat and I am the luckiest person in the world. But I do have this thing where like I crave change like every six months. I do it a lot. I also think that kind of plays a part in my relationship. Like I crave change a lot like I I don't get bored that's such a horrible thing to say I don't get bored like everyone I've been with has been amazing but like I just I don't know my mind something switches within me and I'm like whoa let's absolutely flip our life 180 change everything we possibly can like every six months um and the thought of like just the thought of starting up like a new life like excites me so much and I definitely will do it at some point like maybe I would love to go to New York um where else would I like to go I would love to go to Paris except I can't speak French and I think that if you're going to move to Paris you need to speak French like I'm not going to be like Emily in Paris and just be like a stupid little tourist as much as I love Emily in Paris it's absolutely slay I, I love her <laughs> um but yeah no I wouldn't I wouldn't move to Paris unless I could speak French but the urge to move to New York and like I don't know why but I'm on like New York real estate TikTok like that is my my whole for you page is people just showing flats um around New York and like their prices and stuff and I'm like I need to live there it's so expensive though and also like I'm not gonna move whenever I have this flat because I'm just gonna be paying more rent for London as well but yeah I really really have the urge to move like to a different country even just for like three months my friend said she was gonna move to Mexico for three months and I was like am I gonna have to join you I wouldn't do that actually because I couldn't bring 
Phil with me and I, wherever I go I'm gonna need to bring Phil and I don't think Phil could come to Mexico to be honest maybe Australia I do have this like kind of like I can't really envision a future for me at all like what job will I have when I'm 45 who knows uh, where will I live who knows because like in my head I kind of see myself in Australia like I see myself eloping to Australia and like having a family there I don't know maybe that's a bold thing to say but like I just know everyone who's ever moved to Australia from the UK has like loved it and just lived out there for the rest of their lives like this girl I went to school with moved when she was in P6 when we were in P6 oh you don't have what, what age was I I was 10 years old because I swear like in England you say like year five or whatever I don't know um yeah so when we were in P6 she moved to Australia and obviously like I kept following her on Instagram and like she's just like are we Australian like cool chick norm and I'm like I want that to be me like why did my family not move to Australia when I was in P6 and it's just like me like her whole like life has just really made me want to move to Australia and like have a pool in my back garden and all my children go to like I don't know what's it I don't know Jamais private oh that's private school actually I just realized does Australia have the same schooling system in England because if it does then I don't want to go the, th- the only thing about Northern Ireland is it, ha- it has the most amazing schooling system ever like we don't have private school which I'm obsessed with and it makes me want to raise my children there but then I'm also like oh I don't want to live in Northern Ireland ever again to be honest I like no hate on it because it's so for some people but I think once you leave Northern Ireland it's really really hard to go back and the only reason I won't go back is for the schooling system fantastic skills in Northern Ireland. Can't, can't recommend it enough. I have not unpacked yet. I got back a good five days ago and I have been just living in my own filth because I haven't really been leaving my flat and no one's been seeing me. So haven't unpacked, haven't showered. So I'm not going to go do all that stuff. I really need to get my affairs in order. So I'm going to end the podcast now. But thank you guys so much for sending in your fears I think every I I do believe that every fear is like not valuable but like you're entitled to having that do you know what I mean like some people may think it's so silly and like some of my fears are so silly like I'm not gonna like wake up tomorrow and everyone hate me and get cancelled like I haven't done anything but like I think about it every single day every time I like get like a text or my phone buzzes I'm like oh my god this is it um but yeah you shouldn't feel ashamed for anything you're fearful about we're all human and yeah I loved chatting to you I'm I don't know why I can't figure out the heating in my apartment I am sweating my balls off right now I just need my my mum's actually coming to London this weekend um and she's gonna fix my heating so I won't have to like be like dripping onto the mic while I'm speaking to it Uh, I'm so excited for my parents to come actually we've got a lot planned uh, so I'll update you in a couple podcasts about what we get up to in London. Me, Paul and Graham ripping up London town. Anyway, I will speak to you next week and I love you so much. Bye. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia. Olivia.